Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's an emergency edition of the Illini Inquirer podcast. We had a late night pod to talk about two commits. And oh, there's more breaking news with Illinois football as Ryan Walters gets the head coaching job at Purdue, a Big Ten rival. Spicy a little bit, <laughs> adding to the rivalry that already is. Purdue steals away Illinois' hot shot defense coordinator. Uh, what a what a turnaround. Ryan Walters led at Illinois, and now Brett Bielma is tasked with replacing a Royals Award candidate. So it's Jeremy Warner, Joey Wagner. We will talk about who could replace Ryan Walters but first of all, Joey, well-deserved by Ryan Walters. Uh, probably mixed feelings for Illini fans that he's going to a Big Ten rival. But that's a big-time job. And the biggest note I will say here is Walters is the first Illinois assistant coach to go directly from that job to a FBS head coaching job since Mike Loxley took the New Mexico State job in 2008. So fantastic uh, job by Ryan Walters. And this is what happens to good programs. People get stolen. <laughs> yeah, so we should start with, and it may not feel like this right now if you're an Illinois fan, and I understand that, but this ultimately is is good for the program like in terms of their health, right? And in terms of their ability to, and Brett Bielema's ability, it's not good to lose Ryan Walters. That's not good. He's a really good defensive coordinator. But to have that healthy program where you, you are, this makes you more attractive when you're going out to look for the next DC if that – DC is not already on staff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, this is what programs do that that are successful, that win games, that have that healthy feeling about them. And, and this is good for Ryan Walters, man. Good for that guy. He has earned the heck out of this. Uh, it wasn't long ago. It didn't seem like Missouri fans, and I don't like to be like that guy who's like the well, fans thought this because if you want, if we went by everything fans saw, this would be a nightmare. But like. That wasn't exactly looked at as like a, oh, no, loss. And he came in and he rebuilt a defense that really needed to rebuild. And it felt like this was always coming for a head coaching job. The bigger thing that I think would have stung Jeremy would have been losing him to another defensive coordinator position. Yes. Uh, that, that didn't happen. And maybe it stings a little bit. He's staying in the West and he's an hour and a half from from Champaign-Urbana. But good for him, man. He, yeah. he has earned this all the way through. And now there's a lot of fallout and we'll get to that. But good for him, first and foremost. Ryan Walters just landed a really good job. I mean, we're all about Colorado, understandably so. He's from his own mater, was a candidate there. 
this is a far better job um, when it comes to resources. I know, you know Prime <laughs> and Tian Sanders is going to put a lot of energy into that program, so it made a lot of sense from their perspective. But if you're Ryan Walters, like, you know, I got the feeling Brett Bielma was like, I don't know if you want to go to Colorado right now, man. Like with an AD who's got maybe his last chance at a, at a head coaching job, I can't imagine, despite playing against him, uh, that that Brett Bielma was like, no, you shouldn't take that Purdue job. You know, a Big Ten job, huge money, huge resources. They just won the Big Ten West. Jeff Brown leaves not because he wasn't successful. Um, it's because he wanted to go back home to Louisville. So, you know, they got some things to do over the next couple of weeks, Ryan Walters, and, and we'll see what happens with his staff, what kind of staff he can put together. But he's taking over a job in a great conference, in a Power 2 conference. That's a kudos to him. Like, that is a big leap from a couple of years ago being a Missouri defense coordinator to Illinois defense coordinator. And, and you know, Brett Bielma, we'll talk about this when we talk about other candidates to replace Walters. There's a pretty good tree he's got of defensive coordinators eventually becoming head coaches. Dave Dorn goes to Northern Illinois and then NC State. Paul Christ was an offensive coordinator, but he goes to Pittsburgh. Charlie Partridge, Ford Atlantic, right, after a, a stop as a co-DC. And now Ryan Walters, like he's doing a pretty dang good job. Of, of developing coaches and that's a great sell uh to, to whether it's an assistant coach who's trying to make his climb up or you got to go get a coordinator like Barry Honey or whoever the next guy is going to be yeah and we should also say this is obviously it's a big 10 job those are coveted uh right now with, with looking like a power two conference Purdue had options like this wasn't like oh shoot what are we going to do I mean we saw the hot boards that were out there the names that were out there they had options and this, you know, they, they chose Ryan Walters, and it makes all the sense. But you're right, Brett Bielema, which I'm sure, if I remember correctly, back to Ryan Walters, I think it was a Zoom press conference, if I'm not mistaken. We were back in those times, Jeremy. But Brett Bielema's ability to develop coordinators was part of the appeal for Ryan Walters. Like, this played out exactly like it was going to from from the start. And, and again, now that you have the, hey, our guy went to be a head coach, your, your message is received maybe differently, maybe not differently because Brett Bielema has such a track record, uh, but your message is received in a way that you're sending guys to go make a lot of money and run their own programs. And, and I think that is an appealing, and I'm sure it was appealing to Barry Lunny too, right? When they went and got him, it means you get good coordinators in there and you get good assistant coaches in there. And that all, that matters because this is going to happen. You don't want it to happen if you're a fan because uh, Ryan Walters endeared himself quite well to the Illinois fan base, but you want it to happen in the sense of you're not just getting, you know, bad coordinators or bad hires. Uh, you've got a really good pitch. If we were a Purdue site, how would we be reacting to this? Because he's he's not a proven head coach, right? There's questions about Ryan Walters. Um, what staff? Can he put together? That's my biggest question. Who's who's he bring with his staff? Does he steal anybody from Illinois? I think that's going to be difficult. You know, I, I think as long as those guys are set up to to take a next step, um, and we'll talk about that with with Bielma here in a second. But who's he connected to? Who who's he hires a staff will be very interesting. I think he clearly had a plan and and has probably talked to coaches about what the plan would be and who's going to come with them. He's talked to Purdue about that, but. You and I knowing him, seeing what he's done here, how he interacts with people, how he gets the most out of people, how he schemes. 
I think he's a special dude. I, I think he's got the potential to be great as a head coach. You know, usually you got to prove it as a G5 coach, but I think it says a lot about what Purdue thought of him that they're the first one to take him on as a head coach. Um, I just think personally he's very insightful. He's a great communicator. Um, he gets people to believe in him. I mean, just look at the development of this defense as a whole, Joey, but really just Kirby Joseph, Quan Martin, Sidney Brown, you know, Devin Witherspoon. You can go down the defensive line, defensive front. He got the best versions of these guys. And the way former coordinators themselves, Kevin Kane and um, Andy Boo, talk about his ability to not just not just organize this defense and lead it, but sometimes maybe take a back seat and take other people's ideas and make them feel like they're a huge part of it. Like he's very good leader of men is what I would say. And I think that's probably come across He's a former captain at Colorado. He's got special leadership qualities. He's obviously a very intelligent, really good coach, good developer of talent. He just hasn't proven it yet as a head coach, but Purdue's obviously sold on him uh, to, to give him this big job. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think the best example, so I'm checking Twitter here and uh, Brandon Marcello, you can carry on. I'm sure you see the same thing. Expectation according to 24-7 Sports, Brandon Marcello is Illinois will promote from within for their next defensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, that screams probably Kevin Kane. Yeah, he mentioned, we'll, we'll he get mentioned to that. Kane. We'll get into it. Yep, yep. We'll get to that in a minute. But I, the, going back to your point, sorry, Jeremy, I didn't mean to sidetrack there. Um, Sidney Brown, like, and this sounds crazy because Kirby Joseph was a third-round pick. Devin Witherspoon is going to be a first-round pick. Kendall Smith had every interception on the planet. Sidney Brown, to me, is like the poster boy for Ryan Walters and his development and what he he's able to to get those guys to believe in. Uh, Sidney Brown talked about the confidence that Ryan Walters instilled in him and, and that, frankly, probably didn't exist before spring ball of 2021 in, in the way that it does now. And that's helped Sidney Brown turn into a probable, I think probable is a fine way to say it, a draft pick. And if you, you ask him, Sidney Brown, we talked to him, I think it was in Lincoln, Jeremy, you and I were, were the only two who kind of left waiting around there to talk with him. Um, he, he really was, was insightful. And I don't want to say emotional. Okay. I, I think that'd probably be a stretch, but it was a very passionate discussion about what Ryan Walters has meant for him. And like that to me, regardless of the other draft picks, and those are obviously points in the discussion, but that to me is the most like, if you want to understand this guy, look and talk to Sidney Brown and you're going to get a lot of answers. Yeah. Um, he's really good. Uh, he's one of my favorite coaches I've covered to be honest with you, because like from our perspective, when we asked a question, wasn't coach speak. He was very insightful. He explained the game. He explained what they were doing. And I think that matters. Like your ability to communicate matters a ton. And I thought he was great as a communicator, whether it was in the press conference or you and I just talking to him, you know, one-on-one or whatever it was, like, I think he could be really special. So if if any Purdue fans are listening, I think you got a rising star. I, I really do. Um, I, I think he was probably one of the top three in the Broyles Award candidate, and I think he's he's very deserving. And I want to mention this. Kudos to Brett Bielema because he probably could have had other candidates who maybe had a higher profile than Ryan Walters. And I remember when Illinois hired Ryan Walters, Mizzou fans seemed happy about it. And 
they have gone from that where where they weren't that upset it seemed like to lose him to now he's a Big Ten head coach. Uh, that's a kudos to Brett Bielma for his eye for coaching talent, and he knew this guy could create a defense from scratch that was modern that would put pressure on quarterbacks make them throw into tight windows it's a modern defense that has just been one of the best in the country the last two years so kudos to brett bielma for for eyeing and figuring out this 35 year old defense coordinator at mizzou is pretty dang good yeah i'm trying to remember back to the presser uh, the opening one where they hired him because they didn't have any coaching experience. It's not like Brett knew him when no. or coached with him. So I'm trying to remember what the common thread was other than, hey, this guy seems like he's pretty good and he's been around some really good people. But uh, is that the whole, like, hey, life comes at you fast in Columbia, Missouri? <laughs> sure does. I'm trying sure to, does. not trying to dunk on Mizzou, but it's quite the change from December 2020 when, when Ryan Walters took this job. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Okay, so who's next? I think we've been preparing for Ryan Walters. Listen, I had an Illini DC hot board ready to go, and it's a very short list, and I don't even know if I had to go beyond one, to be honest with you, because when Kevin Kane was hired as a was associate head coach, assistant head coach, one of the two, when he was hired to that position and is making, what, half a mil, which is close to a coordinator FBS job, like he left a defensive coordinator job at SMU, and I know some people debate how good he was there. Um, I think the numbers need context when you look at that because they Sonny Dyke's offense puts up a lot of points. The defense is going to give up a lot of points. But I think Kevin Kane has a lot of special qualities as, as a leader. Um, was in the mix or is talked about with Kansas when they had a head coaching opening uh, after Les Miles left. So I, I think Kevin Kane is clearly the in-house favorite. He has success at Northern Illinois. He had success at SMU. I think he was brought in here with that title because they planned on him being this guy. And from everything I know, the players love Kevin Kane. He's a really good coach. He's a big part of what this defense does. He's the eye in the sky during games. I that I don't know what odds I would put on this, but I would just say Kevin Kane has to be the heavy, heavy favorite. And just talking with people throughout the year, Joey, around the program, if Ryan Walters leaves, what happens? Kevin Kane is the answer. Yeah, it makes all the sense. The, the title, like we probably knew this when he got hired uh, back in that December-January stretch from 2020 to 2021. The title was like the most screaming indication about where this guy was going to go. Now I'm curious if, if Brett Bielman is going to make other calls. I know on your hot board, Jeremy, you've got some other outside candidate names. But it seems like this is 
a really seamless uh, transition, right? If you were to go with Kevin Kane, he knows the system. He helped make the darn thing uh, alongside Ryan Walters and Andy Boo and, and Aaron Henry and Terrence Jameson. He knows the room. Those guys, I mean, Kevin Kane's a guy, and you and I are, are down on the field for warm-ups, at least at home when we're allowed to, to touch the sacredness that is field at road games. Uh, we see, it's not like he just talks to gay back as Seth Coleman, Shimon Cooper, Jerry, like that is not Kevin Kane. And I think that you, you can see those leadership qualities in him as well. And the buy-in that he is, dude is very high energy. Oh yeah. Uh, that's probably an understatement when describing Kevin Kane. Uh, so you see that, like, that's why that would make sense. And we do have to acknowledge, Jeremy, real quickly, that Andy Boo does have defensive coordinator position. You and I spent a decent amount of time talking with Andy. I think he's pretty happy. Like, he, yes. he I, I don't want to speak for him or speak out of term, but in talking to him, he seems pretty, yeah. pretty cool with, with where he's at, which Kevin Kane's the guy that you, you did have to lure him away from being a sitting uh, power six, group of six, group of five, whatever you want to call it, coordinator. And I think this is why. Yeah, and he's got a lot of qualities that Ryan Walters has. I, th- I think Kevin's a little more, I don't know, Ryan's got this kind of like demeanor and press conferences where he's kind of laid back, soft-spoken. You're going to have to turn the volume down for Kevin Kane's press conferences. <laughs> yeah. So that's like the major difference. He might overmodulate a, a little <laughs> bit more, but he's 38. He's a former, I believe, team captain at Kansas. Heck of a linebacker uh, back in the early 2000s. Has defensive coordinator experience was successful as, as a, a group of five defense corners. Some of the numbers they put up at Northern Illinois were were ridiculous. He's developed really well. I mean, look at what Gabe Ackes did this year. Seth Coleman. We go back to Owen Carney and Isaiah Gay, what they've done at their position. And I agree with you. I think this this play this player group loves it. And it makes sense for Bielema. This is a this is a very successful defensive staff. Sure you lose the leader of it, but I think this group works really well together. I think Aaron Henry's got future defensive coordinator written all over him. Andy Boo, as you said, is a great resource and a great part of the staff. Jamison has developed talent really well. I, I don't know if you'd want to shake up a lot of things when you got a guy that has experience, is well-respected, is a young up-and-comer uh, that's probably a future head coach. Like, like Kevin Kane's got future head coach written all over him. So this makes sense. Like They went from Dave Dorn to Chris Ash. Right at, at Wisconsin, this has been in, in Bielma's playbook before that when you have something successful and you got people who are capable of doing the job, just do it internally and, and keep this train moving. So is the real hot board, hot board 1.0, Illinois safety coach? I, I got a list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I do have a list. Like I, I made this DC list when where was this? I think I sent it to you and was like, hey, can you look over? It was Col- I mean when, before Colorado yes. hired Deion Sanders and, and Ryan Walters. Also, we should say really quickly, I know I'm all over the place. Ryan Walters interviewed for Colorado, to our knowledge. I, I think that's a fair thing. So it's not like Purdue was the only one to like, I don't know what about it. Like he was getting other interviews, yeah. or at least in this conversation, which also matters. But yeah, you sent me this, I don't know, three weeks ago, two weeks yeah. ago. Uh, so I, is that, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound like we're making this a foregone conclusion that it's Kevin Kane. We're just saying that like this is where most of we think the tea leaves and we're just in, in being around. Yeah. We think that's probably the direction, which is why I say the hot board for safety coach is where the money is, Jeremy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I got a list. So we'll, we'll get to that at some point. Um, the other names. Never thought this would be a possibility. Oh my god! 
<laughs> Jim Leonard. And this is going to be the, the people's choice because Jim Leonard's a big name. You'd steal from a rival just like Purdue did to you. Jim Leonard's going to have a lot of opportunities. And if they hired him, I couldn't blame him. I, I mean, his, his defenses have been ridiculous. By ESPN's FPI defensive efficiency, Leonard's units, 4th, 47th, 7th, 1st, 2nd, and 28th. Uh, runs a similar style defense, right? Three-man front, very aggressive. Um, it kind of goes, they use a 2-4-5 uh, defense all the time. He made $1.5 million this past year at Wisconsin. I think Illinois could do that if they really wanted to. And, of course, Brett Bielma coached him for a year uh, at Wisconsin, so they certainly have a relationship. I, I just, would Leonard leave Wisconsin, the place he loves, right, for Illinois, I, I think he's probably leaning NFL at this point, Joey, because we know how much he loves Wisconsin. We know how much he loves Madison and how much Luke Fickle wanted to keep him and his family loves living there. Um, so I, I just don't think like, yeah, sure. If you think Jim Leonard is better than Kevin Kane, you, you go hire him. But I don't know if Bielma feels like he needs to disrupt that. Probably wants Kevin Kane. And, and thinks he deserves this opportunity. More importantly, I think Leonard's going to have other options probably in the NFL. Uh, yeah. Let's, can we speak him to existence in Green Bay, please? Well, he uh, turned that, you that down once. Be, <laughs> look, please don't turn us down again. I can't I can't take that. Uh, yeah. I, it seems like that's kind of been the buzz, right, with Leonard, that, like, you see, like, the NFL feels like the case, but you got to call him. Right. If you're Brett Bielma, you've got to make a call or put feelers out. I'm going to poke a little fun at Brett because that's probably already it, happened, by the way. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to poke a little fun at Brett because we've heard this story a few times, Jeremy. But uh, I don't know if you know this. When Brett Bielma took over, I think it was as the head coach. The, defense the message coordinator. was defense. It was the defense coordinator. Yeah. The message was if you get from Barry Alvarez, if you get Jimmy Leonard, you've got the locker room. We've heard that story a million and a half times. Uh, and Brett Bielma did that. So obviously those two have a relationship. Uh, I think Brett Bielma is the only person I've ever heard publicly call him Jimmy. Uh, I think that's uh, giving on Raz Brett a little bit on that. But yeah, those two have a relationship. You got to feel it out there, right? Like I, I think you would not be doing your job to not at least gauge a degree of interest. The other name I had, I have three real names. I didn't, I didn't feel like this list needed to go very deep is Chris Ash right uh, was a defense coordinator for Brett uh, at Wisconsin is now in the NFL obviously went to Rutgers probably not the best job to take uh, as you're rising up but man you're a co-DC at Ohio State you get offered a Big Ten head coaching job didn't have success there but he's an Iowa native uh, you know was coordinator at Wisconsin Arkansas Ohio State uh, had good defenses even this one year at Texas was was really successful he was the name bandied about uh, when Ryan Walters was hired, I don't think Bielma liked that very much. Um, but yeah, Chris Ash now at the Las Vegas Raiders would make sense. I, I think Kane makes more sense. I think Leonard would obviously be a bigger hire. But those are three really good options. Yeah, and it's what happens when you've been successful in college football in the Power Five for as long as Brett Bielma has is you earn those respects from earn excuse me earn that respect from your peers. And you've got a track record of doing it. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. So, so, I mean, those are the three, right? Like, I, I don't – I would fall out of my chair if it was somebody not in those three that you mentioned unless they bumped Aaron Henry up. But Aaron Henry, to me, seems like the 
take Kevin Kane, if you promote Kevin, take that title of associate or assistant or whatever, whichever the verbiage was used for him, and just give it to Aaron Henry. Because Aaron Henry, to me, Jeremy, is the next guy up. I mean, this guy's got coordinator written literally all over him, yeah. uh, everywhere. Uh, so I, I think that would be what I would look to see if happens. Uh, and I'm assuming Aaron Henry, we know him and Ryan Walters are, are very close. Uh, but I would assume, unless Ryan Walters gives him a defensive coordinator title in West Lafayette, I would assume Henry stays with Bielma, who he's almost literally been with since he was 18 years old. Yeah. Um, George McDonald's the assistant head coach assistant to, so, not assistant to the head coach and uh kevin kane is associate uh head coach yeah i mean we, let's bring this up like walters has got to put a staff together um you know henry would be a, a guy but man he's been really active recruiting for illinois um think about it think about Bielma, man is he is first two years you fire an offense coordinator you lose a defense coordinator it's been pretty stable in there now, I've covered a lot of Illinois football staffs, and there's been a lot of turnover. Some years, like half the staff, it feels like. So, yeah, it'll be important to keep everybody on board here. Um, but that would be interesting to see play out. I, I would imagine most of these guys stay because they wanted to coach for Bielma. That's why they came here, and it's going pretty well. And, and they're recruiting their guys. That's the next step, right? How does this impact recruiting? Mm-hmm. Ryan Walters was very active recruiting Jair Hill. I, I think this is this is a negative in recruiting Jair Hill. But I think they knew that, right? Um, they still have a really good DB class. Sabor Kareem now consent, uh, composite four-star. I Everyone knows I've been really high on him. I think he's very similar to Jair Hill. They have a really good DB class. But Walters wasn't as involved in recruiting. He's a good recruiter, uh, but he wasn't as involved recruiting as most of these other guys. And that's by design, by Bielema. Yeah. Like, Lunny basically recruits quarterbacks, uh, and then he helps with some other guys. He'll go on the road recruiting, but they stay home more to focus on football. Walters was very involved with Jire Hill. Like, he was the lead recruiter there. McDonald was involved. Obviously, the rest of the defensive staff was involved, and they'll continue pushing for that. But that would be the immediate recruiting fallout for me, would be specifically Jire Hill. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And Now, that doesn't mean there's not going to be disappointment from them, some of those other defensive commits. I mean, Ryan's a a personality that you gravitate to but i think that's the one that you're like well okay because that was a tough battle from the get-go and ryan was the reason largely not not solely but largely that you were in that conversation so that's the immediate probably recruiting fallout i, I think and let's be honest brett bielema is pretty open his coaches are pretty open i can't imagine yeah. a lot of recruits woke up today and were like wait what like maybe the shock of oh it actually happened but I, I think I would have to think over the course of the last few weeks, uh, these discussions have at least been brought up that, hey, this guy is going to have opportunities. Just be aware of that. So I, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting in eight days to signing day. But I don't know that I would think, oh, my God, this class is, you know, falling no. apart or anything. I, it's wholly an overreaction. Yeah. And, and if you're Illinois, right, you're Bielema. And say Roderick Pierce came to you and said, ah, you just lost your D.C., man. Like, you're having all the success. You'd say, we're on the same defense. And if it's Kane, Kane was a big part of this thing, of calling this, of building this. Jameson's still your position coach. He's the guy who's developed Johnny Newton. He's the guy who's developed this. Like the, Again, that's why I think the safety, the free safety spot spot is the one that, that impacts the most in Jire Hill. 
But I think Bielma, because you're going up against Michigan, could say, Jim Harbaugh <laughs> is probably getting NFL calls. Like, what's more stable here, right? Like, so that would be, they say they don't negative recruit. I'm sure they put those things in parents' ears or whatever it is. So, yeah, this is a good this is a good problem to have if you're Illinois. It's a problem you haven't had in 15 years. And I originally said New Mexico State for Loxley. It was New Mexico, by the way, so I wanted to correct that. This is something you want to happen. Your, your coach is to get hired for bigger jobs. And I think you just got to take faith and solace in that Bielma's been pretty good at this in the past of hiring people, promoting people that are capable of doing the job. Yeah, absolutely. It's a probably a not fun problem to have if you're a fan on December 13th and you, and you just lost your defensive coordinator who you, who you really liked over the last two years. But big picture – your next can't some you have to bring in somebody right unless you bump up a ga you have to bring in somebody from the outside because you have an open position your place is more attractive yeah. now by by leaps and bounds i don't know but you, it's, an, it's another data point right it's another hey look at this trajectory then how this is going so yeah man it, it's a good problem to have and you can't be good and not have the problem and our friend steve greenberg at some times just tweeted something similar like these two things have to go together. Yeah. They, they have to. They have to stay. If you're good, you're going to have this problem. If you're not good, no one wants your people. Which has been the case for a long, long time. <laughs> it's been the case for far too long for Illinois. Like Ron Zook's last staff was like the last one where it felt like those guys became huge. I guess Alex Golesh has turned on to do good things, um, gets a head coaching job at USF. But he had to like re- resuscitate his career. Right, um, Shieldhouse now offense coordinator at Iowa State, but Lovey Smith didn't make him an assistant coach. That was a huge problem. Matt Campbell stole him away. Um, so it's a good thing that good problem to have. Uh, got a favorite Ryan Walter story? I, I can think of one. I think Illinois. I think Illinois was blowing out um, or blowing out somebody. Was it last year? Let me find the schedule here and. It's just kind of like, hey, just, I think it was Northwestern. They were up like 47 to 7 or something like that, or 41, 40 to 7. And the game is in hand. But Ryan Walters, I think maybe they were shutting him out, really wanted the shutout. <laughs> and he was coaching like a madman in a blowout game. So, like, everyone thinks of this press conference guy where he's like very understated. You got to turn the mic up a little bit. They got to modulate him up a little bit like and he's like sitting there like stabbing himself like pumping the <laughs> pumping his guys up like going nuts and it's like that's a side i don't know if a lot of people see of, of ryan walters every monday during a press conference but he's an intense intense competitor um and the kind of personality that obviously was a team captain and a really good player at colorado and that's just translated really well to Illinois, and, and obviously he's gotten the most out of his players. So that was one of my more favorite stories from the sidelines with him. Uh, I have one, but I want to echo that. This is a Virginia game. I'm sure it's a blowout once again, and a, a goal line or red zone or inside the 10 stand, and it's like, oh, they're going to give up a touchdown. Ryan Walters does not operate in, in such a way that he would just concede that. He put, and I think this wins over a lot of guys in, in the room too because it mattered to them. He sent Keith Randolph back out there. Keith Randolph, I think, if, if I remember correctly, had to run to like the other side of the field to get his helmet, and he was not upset uh, about that. By the way, to put him back in there, and they preserved uh, the the touchdownless 
streak on that drive. But I, I always got a kick out of uh, the the pregame. You know, we we'd be down there. You would finish up your WCIA pregame hit, and Ryan would come out just swinging his arms like, like insane. I mean, he, he was like, man, this dude is. Now he should have been feeling himself because the defense was really good, and he knew he had the locker room. And then he just did laps around the field. This dude must have walked 600 yards. I, I mean, just laps and laps and laps and laps around the field. Uh, and you're like, what is this guy's got some level of intensity that, to your point, you don't see maybe all the time in those press conferences. Uh, but he's certainly not a, a, a quiet gentleman. You, you just probably don't see that unless you yeah. see him on the sidelines. Yeah, there are certain coaches that are kind of like chill before games. Like Andy Boo's got kind of a chill personality. He's a, he's a competitor too, though. Um, Ryan prepared like a player. Like he was kind of getting get his headphones in, or he's listening to the music over the PA and like saying the lyrics, rapping the lyrics, or whatever it is, and, and getting pumped up. Kevin Kane gets pumped up. <laughs> he gets. He Kevin gets Kane re- picks up Gabe Backus. Yes. I don't care how many times I have to bring this up. That is insane to me. Gabe Backus is a huge individual. Yeah, he military presses, push presses. Gabe Ackes, 265 pounds of him. Um, that's former Power 5 linebacker right there, Joey. Uh, all right, so we'll follow the latest news. Uh, again, you know, obviously Brandon Marcel puts it out there too. Like, And I wrote in my, my hot list, like, seamless and rational, you know, Kevin Kane be the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, I think they've been prepared for this. Brett Bielma said he has a long list. I, I don't think it's a very long list. I, I think he knows uh, where he can go with this, but we'll cover it. And uh, it's never a boring December anymore. The coaching carousel, transfer portal, recruiting, early signing period, Joey, bowl prep, uh, all this stuff coming up. And, and do want to say condolences to the Mississippi State uh, community, the Leach family. Uh, what a tragedy. Uh, with Mike Leach passing away, one of the, but boy, seeing the tributes has has been fun. Uh, it's or I guess not fun, but just uh, it's been cool to see how many people he touched and how many people he impacted because he was certainly the pirate was the original. He was, yeah. It's been, uh, it, yeah, not fun, but it, it's been entertaining, I guess, to see some of those the, the best Mike Leach interviews and. Uh, you, what a personality. It's one of those guys that, like, you from afar, like, man, I wish I covered that guy. Yeah. Because he, he is a fun guy, and, and reading some of the, the tributes about him has been has been touching. Yeah, I was looking forward to a press conference with him. So um, we'll see what happens with, with the bowl game. Again, don't have answers for that. Uh, Mississippi State, I'm sure, will we'll make decisions there and, and talk with their players and everything about what's going to happen with that. But, Joey Wagner, thank you, buddy, as always. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. Give us a follow, rating, review, wherever you get your podcast. Check us on YouTube. Hit that like button, subscribe button, and check out all the latest at IlliniInquire.com. Everybody take care of each other. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Bye, everybody.